And the honorable mentions go out to Lady Gaga, Tony Robbins, Brene Brown, Serena Williams, and Ricky Gervais. Julie, and welcome to the podcast. Now, when I mention the topic self-promotion, it usually evokes one of two different responses in my clients. Either they are excited and can't wait to dive in and talk about it, or two, they have this sheer look of horror that comes over their face, like I've just asked them to chew on tinfoil. Now, if you identify with the latter, the tinfoil people, know that you are in good company. A lot of people struggle with self-promotion. Also know that the universe is winking at you right now because this episode is exactly what you need to hear today. And you're going to leave this episode with a different, more empowered perspective of self-promotion. And you are going to have three specific action items to help you step up your self-promotion game. Now, what you may not realize right now is that there is a dangerous misconception in the business world about self-promotion. It goes like this. If you work really hard, your hard work will speak for itself. Again, if you work really hard, your hard work will speak for itself. Now, this is a limiting belief. My fist is clenched right now, and I'm waving it in the air. I'm waving them both in the air. This is not true. It is not true that if you work hard, your hard work will speak for itself. It isn't. But we cling to this belief for a couple reasons. First, we're often taught it by someone that we admire, either in business or it could be from one of our core influencers as a child, a parent, a teacher, or it was something that was immersed into our culture or our religion. The second reason that we cling to this belief is because deep down inside, we secretly want it to be true. Because if it is true, then this gives us a great excuse to actually avoid self-promotion. Isn't that kind of sneaky? Now, as an antidote to this limiting belief, I want to share a big old dose of tough love. In the world of work, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. Again, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. And this might seem a little pessimistic, a little aggressive, but I guarantee you that this is true. I see evidence of it every day. I've seen it play out in my career, and I see it every single day with my clients. I see people waiting around for a promotion for literally sometimes years. And when I start poking around, either one of two things has happened. One, I find out that they did have a conversation with their boss, but they were kind of blown off or it was put on the back burner and they didn't stand up for themselves or follow through. Or worse yet, they thought they had a conversation with their boss, but when we dissect what actually happened, we find out that they weren't really as direct or clear as they needed to be to speak up and advocate on their own behalf. Bottom line, we can all, all, all of us, step up our self-promotion game. 
So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. First, I'm going to share the five biggest myths of self-promotion. In the second segment, you will get to pick a new perspective for self-promotion. In the third segment, I share five tips to help you with self-promotion. And then in segment number four, I share your challenge for this week and 10 specific examples of quick self-promotion activities that you can take. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Now, since it's Women's History Month in March, I would like to dedicate this episode to all women across the globe. I know that women don't show up as confident as men do, and that's sad, but it's true. We are working on it, but we have a lot of work left to do. We are, as women, socialized to be people pleasers, to be caregivers, to put everyone else's needs ahead of our own. So this episode is dedicated to women everywhere. Listen to it as many times as you need to. Share it with anyone else that you admire and who you think needs permission to self-promote more. Now, let's dive into the five biggest myths of self-promotion. These myths are real beliefs. They are actual comments. They are objections aka excuses that I hear from clients who don't want to self-promote. Myth number one, people who self-promote are vain and they think that they're better than everyone else. I hear this all the time and it is concerning to me for a couple of reasons. First off, self-promotion is perfectly normal and healthy. If it's done in an authentic and aligned way, it isn't vain, it isn't self-absorbed, and it doesn't mean that you think you're better than everyone else. And I would actually argue that you have an obligation to promote yourself. It's perfectly normal and strongly advised to have a positive relationship with yourself. You're supposed to actually like who you are and what you've accomplished. So, We are myth-busting number one. People who self-promote are not vain, and they don't think that they're better than everyone else. The second myth about self-promotion is, if you talk about yourself, you're not humble. Eh, Not true at all. Self-promotion and humility are mutually exclusive. You can self-promote and be humble. Promoting yourself doesn't take away from your ability to be humble. It doesn't mean that you think you know everything. It means that you are proud of who you are and what you've accomplished. Myth number three. I mentioned this in the intro, but it's so good and so ingrained in all of us. Let's say it again. If you work really hard, your hard work will speak for itself. And yes, it's great to be dedicated. It's great to work hard. I love to work hard and I love to do a great job. But you also have to let others know about the work that you've done. It is your responsibility to do this. So keep on working hard, but don't expect the hard work to speak for itself. Four. Fourth myth is that If you self-promote, you will come across as annoying and no one will like you anymore. Not true. Not at all. 
Now, I know what typically happens here and where this comes from. Often the second that I say self-promotion, I can see it on clients' faces, they instantly go to that one person, that ultra cringy person in their life who is braggadocious and arrogant. And they think, I don't want to be like that person who gives off such a bad vibe. And I get it. We are making a mistake here, though. We are confusing confidence with arrogance. Typically with these really cringy people, and we all know someone who's ultra cringy, they're really actually insecure inside and they're trying to mask that fear and they end up overdoing it and then there's a gap between how great they think they are and who they actually are. So when we feel repulsed by them, it's not because they're self-promoting and talking about themselves, we're actually turned off because of the incongruency that's happening, this reality distortion field because they think that they're better than they actually are. So we're actually repulsed by their lack of self-awareness. Okay, last myth, number five. There's only one way to self-promote and it requires you to talk about yourself. And not true. There are so many different ways that you can self-promote. And in segment four, I'm going to give you a giant list of a bunch of different examples and ways that you can self-promote quickly and easily. I encourage you to find the one that feels right for you. I don't want you to ever do something that doesn't feel right or doesn't feel authentic. All right, because when we do that, we give off that strange energy like the cringy person does. So find your way and do what feels right for you. All right, let's recap those five myths those untruths about self-promotion. One, people who self-promote are vain and think they're better than everyone else. Two, if you talk about yourself, you're not humble. Nope, not true. Three, if you work really hard, your hard work will speak for itself. Mm, Not true. Four, if you self-promote, you will come across as annoying, no one will like you, and you'll be that cringy person that we all are turned off by. Nope. And number five, there's only one way to self-promote and you have to talk about yourself. Also, not true. Okay, now that we've debunked these five myths about self-promotion, let's see if we can get you to shift your perspective in a more powerful way to see self-promotion differently. It's time to try on some new perspectives for self-promotion. Here's the deal. If you resist or you think you don't like or you think you can't promote yourself, you're likely holding a perspective about self-promotion that is no longer serving you. It's kind of like having a really old piece of clothing that doesn't suit your lifestyle or doesn't fit your body any longer. Your perspective might be based on one of the five myths that we talked about in the last segment. Or it might have come from an experience that you had as a child where an adult said something like, hey, stop looking in that mirror so much. Stop being so vain. They didn't mean any harm. They were doing the best that they could. We know that. But the truth is, when we're really young, we're very impressionable. 
right? And we have many interactions like this that might seem insignificant, but we end up taking these experiences and programming our core belief system. And we carry these beliefs to create our experiences later in life into adulthood. And we keep doing this until, of course, you find an amazing podcast like this that challenges you to uncover these beliefs, to release them, rescript them, and reprogram yourself. So today, I invite you to let go of that old perspective about self-promotion, the one that doesn't fit you anymore, the one that doesn't serve you. And I want you to replace it with a new, more positive perspective. So right now, I want you to take a minute. I want you to get conscious about how you view self-promotion. When I say self-promotion, what is the first response that pops into your head? What is it? Think about it right now. And if you want to provoke further, you can finish this sentence. I don't really want to self-promote because blank. What is that reason that pops up into your head? Now, let's upgrade that belief with a new perspective. Here are three new sample perspectives to choose from. Try them out and see which one you like best. Perspective number one. Self-promotion is actually being kind and generous to someone else because you're saving them time by sharing the highlights of the most important things that you've done. Remember, we are all thinking of ourselves all day long, and as interesting as we are, other people don't really have the time to think about us as much as we do. So when we give them the highlights of what's going on, we're actually doing them a favor. We are saving them time. All right? Perspective number two. Self-promotion is a necessary part of leadership. Whether you're in a formal leadership role or an informal leadership role, self-promotion is simply a line item in your job description. We got to send emails, we got to attend meetings, and we have to self-promote. It's just part of the game. So sharing what you are proud of is a really powerful expression to everyone else about how you are proud of yourself, of who you are, and what you've done. And think about it. If you're not proud of who you are and what you've done, then why should someone else be impressed by you? And a bit of tough love here while we're at it, because this is a good place to slide this in. Your relationship with others can never be greater than the relationship that you have with yourself. That's a rich one. Again, I'm going to say it. Your relationship with others can never be greater than the relationship that you have with yourself. And the last perspective, number three, is this. You are giving other people around you permission to self-promote through your own actions. You are modeling the behavior that you want to see in others. Because as soon as they see you do it, they realize that they can do it too. You've heard the saying, if you can't see it, you can't be it. You are teaching them essentially how to do it. So if you deny yourself, I call this the guilt trip perspective. If you deny yourself, you're actually denying other people the chance to self-promote. If it's not good enough for you to do on a regular basis, then you're indirectly saying, hey, 
I don't want you to ever self-promote either. Is that what you really want for your team? I don't think so. Now, I love this perspective because if all else fails, I'm going to use the guilt trip and I'm going to guilt you into doing this in the sake of good for other people around you. So there are your three perspectives. You can try them each on or you can pick one right now that you want for yourself. Number one, self-promotion is actually being kind to others, saving them time because you're sharing the highlights of what you have done. Two, self-promotion is a necessary part of leadership. It's just part of your job description. And three, you are modeling the behavior you want to see in others. You're giving them the permission through your own actions. Okay, now that you've developed a new perspective on how to view self-promotion, I wanna share a few tips to help you build your self-promotion muscle. I have five tips for you. Here we go, number one. Always be authentic, A-B-A. Please don't look at what someone else is doing and try to copy it exactly. It's okay to glean inspiration to look at others and think, wow, I really admire what they do. But don't copy it verbatim. Do what feels right and aligned for you. Because when we try to exactly act like someone else, that's what makes us the cringy person. We don't want to be the cringy person. Two, promote from the past. You know, sometimes we think that promotion has to be something that we've done in the present, right? It's our saboteurs that sort of dive in here and say, oh, you can't talk about what you've done in the past. That doesn't count. B.S. If you did something that was amazing and it was five years ago, it was still you that did it and it was still amazing. So go ahead and talk about it. Number three, remember that most people want to see you succeed. And yeah, there might be a few people who don't, but we don't care about those people. Those are your people. So let's stop caring what they think. Remember what other people think of you is none of your business for the most part. Most people want to see you succeed, and those are the only people that we care about. So, you know, give them what they want. We all have ups and downs, and by sharing your story, it might be exactly what someone else needs to hear for a little inspiration. Tip four, ask permission. Now, if you feel awkward about promoting yourself, and you don't know how to bring something up, maybe in a live conversation or in a meeting, take a second and ask permission to share a story or to talk about a milestone. You could say, hey, can I tell you about that time when I hosted this epic event in London and I brought a two-time gold medal Olympian and her sailboat into the downtown core of the London Financial District during rush hour? I guarantee that no one is ever gonna say no to that offer. Once you have permission from someone, then you'll feel a little bit more comfortable talking about it. You don't have to awkwardly try to fit what you want to say into the conversation. You just pause and ask. And tip number five, model the confidence of someone that you admire. Think of someone who really does a great job of self-promotion and then be inspired by them. In the moment, ask yourself, what would they do right now? Would they second guess themselves? Or would they lean in and just go for it? 
And again, I don't want you to act like them. I want you to just think to yourself, what would they do right now? Okay, let's recap those five tips. Be authentic, always be authentic. Two, promote from the past. Three, remember that most people want to see you succeed. And the ones that don't, we don't care about what they think. Four, ask permission. And five, model the confidence of someone you admire. Okay, here's the challenge that I want you to take away from this episode. There are three parts to your challenge this week. All right. First, I want you to do one act of self-promotion this week. Second, I want you to make a list of five people who you admire for their healthy sense of self-promotion. And the last thing, well, I'm going to share that in our final segment. Now, I'm going to help you out here because I'm going to give you a list to choose from for your self-promotion activity. And I think sometimes we evoke this visual of ourselves standing up on a lonely stage with everyone staring at us in that spotlight and we feel frozen. We don't know where to start. So I get it. Self-promotion doesn't have to look like that, though. It might be the first image that conjured up in your brain, but you've got lots of options, right? You don't need to be a deer in the headlights. Now, there's lots of long-term things you can do for self-promotion, like you can have a great podcast like this. You can write blogs, articles. You can do public speaking. You can create tools and resources. You can get involved in an organization or on a nonprofit board. So many things, right? These are all great things, but these are more long-term activities. They're going to take a lot of time, a lot of energy, and you might not see impact right away. So for your challenge, I want you to perform a simple act, a short-term self-promotion, a one-off, so to speak. So here's a list of 10 quick and easy things that you can do to promote yourself at work right away this week. And I want you to pick one from this list, okay? Here we go. Number one, share a big win from your team or your department. And by indirectly bragging to the company about how amazing your team is, guess what? You're essentially self-promoting. You don't have to take credit for everything that they do, but hey, you do get to take credit for building this team. Number two. Share the anniversary of something amazing that you accomplished years ago. And I think that I used this one recently. Actually, I announced my five-year anniversary of the podcast. Now, trust me, five years of podcasting is, gosh, it feels like a lifetime. And I was really proud to hit that milestone. And you're also going to see another one later this year because I am hitting my 10-year, two digits, 10-year anniversary of being in business with the Corporate Yogi. And, you know, heads up, I do not plan on being shy to announce that either. That is a big milestone. Number three, announce gratitude for something that you accomplished with the help of another person or another team. So it's sort of like a collaborative announcement. Four, share a key learning or a realization. This can be from a recent problem that you solved Or it could be an aha reflection that you had. It's a great reminder to others about who you are and what you value. Five, 
tell a great story. This is such a powerful way to share so much about yourself and who you are and what you do. Engage people with a story and you will have them fully engaged, eating out of the palm of your hands. And this reminds me, I just read an amazing book on storytelling. Hands down my favorite. It's called Stories That Stick by Kendra Hall. Number six, share your ideas, tips, and resources when you think they can help someone else. Seven, share feedback or a testimonial from someone else. Let them brag about you and lead with the emotion. You know, I'm really grateful to have these loyal and dedicated clients. Or I was having a rough day and then I get this email out of the blue and it just made my heart smile. Eight, double down on sharing content that you are passionate about and knowledgeable in. Your passion is going to be infectious and it will always draw people in. Nine, stay relevant and top of mind with people through regular communication, through posts, through articles. And 10, make an offer to educate others, ideally in something that is inside your zone of genius. So that's part one of your challenge this week. Pick one thing off that list and I want you to use that as your self-promotion action item this week. The second part of your challenge is to make a list of five people who you admire for how they talk about their success. These are people who appear to have a strong sense of self-appreciation and they often talk about their success with grace and ease. They do it in a way that makes you like them even more. When you hear them talking about themselves, you don't judge them. You don't think, oh, there they go bragging about themselves again. No, you don't react like that because you know that they deserve to talk about what they're doing. So I'm going to help you out here. I'm going to give you my list of five people who I think do a fantastic job of self-promotion. And warning, this is a completely random list. So here goes. Number one, Oprah. Obviously, she talks about her success so much. She talks about how many people she has working for her, about her connections, about her businesses, how many houses she has, how many shoes she has, how many dogs she has, her friendships with celebrities. And through each of these things that she talks about, she is essentially self-promoting, but it never feels icky. I've always admired her and I'm inspired and know that she deserves everything that she has. Person number two on my list is James Corden. He is legendary the way he interacts with all the celebs and brags about all that he has accomplished. And I think probably there's a lot of late night talk show hosts that would fall into this category. They're often really confident. But James, especially with his carpool karaoke, I mean, think about it. He brings people into his car and these are legendary Grammy winning artists. He brings them into his car. He sings them their songs. And and I think that's pretty darn confident. Don't you? All right. Number three, the person on my list is Michelle. Obviously, that woman can self-promote and she is so confident, so aligned. And yeah, you know what? She takes a lot of criticism from the media and for very unsubstantiated and undeserved things. However, 
I have never seen her talk about herself or her success in a way that feels out of alignment. In fact, it's the opposite. I watch her. I admire her. She does it with such class and confidence. And it inspires me to want to step up, do more, and be more. Number four, the fourth pick on my list is Glennon Doyle. Now, she is a brilliant storyteller and one of my favorites. I love when she tells stories about her kids. Whenever they get out of line, they're sassy, and they're not listening to her, she says, hey, people, do you understand that people come to see me talk? They pay money to come and listen to me and hear my advice. And here you are getting it for free. I love this. I think that's the best example because so often... Uh, people talk about their kids never listening to them, but they'll listen to others. So I think that's kind of funny how she goes on that diatribe. She is very good at self-promoting in a confident, very aligned way. My fifth pick is Gene Simmons. Now I warned you, this was a random list. Like it or not, he is a legend. He is a cultural icon. And I'm not and never have been a huge KISS fan. I've never owned their music. I've never seen them in concert. But I have to confess to watching his reality show years ago, Family Jewels. And I thought it was really well done. And I just, as I was racking my brain thinking about really confident people, he was just one of the people that popped in my head. And I loved on the show, if you ever watched it, he used to keep his office decked out. It was like a a crowded pawn shop of Kiss memorabilia. (laughs) He had posters and pens and all kinds of things, uh, pictures of himself all over his office. So I think it's pretty clear that he has a very healthy sense of self and relationship with who he is. Okay, that's my list of five random people. And it is pretty random, isn't it? Oprah, James Corden, Michelle, Glennon Doyle, and Gene Simmons. And I have to throw out some honorable mentions here because once I started to think of people, I had a list of five, but then they just kept downloading. I want to throw some honorable mentions to Lady Gaga, Tony Robbins, Brene Brown, Serena Williams, and Ricky Gervais. So what about you? Who will be on your list of five people? This is a really fun exercise. It's great for reflection. And I can't wait to hear about your list. And the more random, the better. Hey, remember a couple episodes I divulged that I had this giant backlog of episode ideas that I just can't seem to get to? Well, I'm going to sneak another one of them right here into this episode. And it's actually kind of relevant, so it all sort of worked out as a beautiful wink from the universe. This secret topic, this mini episode, well, it's a rantisode. It's a rantisode within an episode. It's all about receiving compliments. And this is a big pet peeve for me. And really, if you think about it, Self-promoting and receiving compliments, well, they're kind of like two sides of one coin, aren't they? One is you singing your praises, and the other one is someone else singing your praises. 
and they're both really important. And while you're here, you know, raising your game on self-promotion, you should likely raise your game on receiving compliments and praise. So let's imagine that you and I were meeting up for brunch, and when I show up, I am carrying this giant, beautifully wrapped present. It's classy. It's white and gold wrapping paper. It's surrounded with this beautiful oversized bow. And not that cheapo curly ribbon, but like that legit fabric bow. Now you can just tell that I really went to town for you. And as I walk towards you, I hand you this stunning gift. I extend the box towards you and you swat it out of my hands and you say, a present, Julie, really? How dare you give me a present? What were you thinking? And the present falls to the ground and I just stand there completely stunned and I don't know what to do because I'm shocked. My feelings are hurt, right? I mean, you know how sensitive I am. Now, this is a little bit of a dramatic story, I take it, but this is exactly what happens when most people receive compliments from others. They just swat them away, they downplay them, they minimize them, Someone is here paying them a huge compliment and they respond with, oh, well, you know, I mean, it wasn't really that big of a deal. Or, yeah, I mean, it was okay, but like it didn't turn out really the way I wanted it to. Or, worse yet, they go on some long, irrelevant, complete diatribe that just minimizes and sucks all the beauty out of this perfect compliment. When someone gives you a compliment or some sort of positive feedback, it is a gift, a beautiful gift. So don't swat it away. Don't tell them that they were wrong. It's their opinion. Don't disagree with them. And don't open the present and say, oh, yeah, I mean, I already have this at home. Don't be like Eeyore. That's so rude. And I get it. Sometimes it can feel uncomfortable to receive praise like that, especially if you aren't used to it. I remember. I get this. I used to be that person. That's why I named all the mistakes up above in this segment because I've done them all. I remember that it was awkward, okay? I used to swap presents. I used to be a swatter. I used to swap presents out of people's hands all the time. But I beg of you. Please learn how to accept a compliment or positive feedback. Do it graciously. And if you don't know how, I'm going to teach you right now. Okay? Two simple words, and it goes like this. You might want to write them down, okay? Are you ready? Here goes. Thank you. That's all you have to say. Thank you. In a sincere and grateful tone, you can say thank you. If you want to get really fancy, you could say, thank you. That means a lot to me. Or really, really fancy, thank you. That means a lot coming from you. But that's it. That's as long as you want to make it. Don't make it any fancier than that. Don't make it longer than that. Because if you do, again, the diatribe starts to take the air out of the balloon, right? It takes away from the power of the compliment. Say it graciously, accept the gift, all right? No swatting away presents, no downplaying your success, no trying to talk them out of their opinion. Be a leader. And I'm going to use that guilt trip lens here again. 
model the behavior that you want to teach your team. If you swat away presents when you receive them, your team is watching you and they are going to learn to swat away presents when they receive them. And you don't really want that for them, do you? I didn't think so. Hey, I'm really liking this leadership guilt trip lens. I think I'm going to use it with you more often. So to recap, when you get a present, receive it graciously and say, thank you. Okay, it's time to start wrapping up this episode on self-promotion. So here's a recap of everything that you just learned in this amazing episode. We started off with the five biggest myths about self-promotion. Then we designed you a new perspective for how to view self-promotion differently. Then you learned five great tips to help you with your self-promotion, you know, really help build that muscle. Then you heard 10 examples of quick ways to self-promote. Now your homework, your challenge taking away from this episode is to do three things. One, one act of self-promotion this week. Two, make a list of five people who you admire for their healthy sense of self. The more random your list, the better. And yeah, I do want to hear it. And three, your mission is to share this episode with at least one amazing woman in your network today. Your mission is to help me with my mission in self-promotion. And we are together going to honor Women's History Month and all the amazing women that we are surrounded with. By sharing this episode with someone that you admire, you are saying, hey, I really appreciate you who you are, what you do. So please keep shining your light brightly and keep telling us what you do because you inspire me and the world needs more of you. Thank you for tuning in today and learning how to up your self-promotion game. If this episode was sent to you by someone, well, allow yourself to have a tiny Buddha-like smile come across your face right now because you know how admired and respected you are by them. You know how much of an impact you have had on that person. Remember that a candle loses nothing by lighting another candle. And that is exactly what you do through self-promotion. You inspire other people to shine bright and to spread their light with the world.